welcome to the Holly Springs Deep Dive Podcast. Here we are in the month leading up to Election Day 2021 in Holly Springs. In this episode, you'll hear from Town Council candidate Carrie Randa. Let's dive in. I'm lucky enough to be talking today to a candidate for Holly Springs Town Council, Carrie Randa. Welcome to the show, Carrie. Yay, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, this is, um, it's after Labor Day now, and this is when everything gets started, isn't it? That is correct. It is heating up. Yeah. So you are running for Holly Springs Town Council. You are new um, to the scene for all intents and purposes on town council. You've never had a seat on town council, and you've never run before. Is that right? That's correct, yes. What made you decide to run? Um. So I've lived in Holly Springs for 16 years. I moved here initially um, to go to law school at Campbell. And I was single and I didn't want to live in uh, Lillington or Bowie's Creek where Campbell was located. And so I landed here because I had some friends here. Um, and then once I graduated and started my first you know, job in my career, met my husband, got married, had a kid, and we we just stayed. We just loved it. And so it's just, it's become home and stayed home. Um, but since I've lived here over 16 years, I have seen so much growth. I've seen traffic increase <laughs> exponentially. I've seen us lose trees and green space. Um, I've seen issues with, you know, all sorts of environmental issues from flooding to, you know, animal habitats and things of that nature. And I've also noticed, you know, the town council doesn't really look representative of the people in the town. Currently on the town council, there are four white men and one female. And Holly Springs is made up of a very diverse array of people. And I think we should have representation. And so I just thought it was time to step up for me, for women, for my child, for moms, um, so that we have a voice on the town council as well, because I think women and mothers make up over 50% of the population here. So Mm -hmm. we need to be heard. We need to be up there. So what do you think women would say and do and think and, um, you know, all of that stuff? What do you think that women will bring to the council that it doesn't have? It already does have Christine Kelly, Mm -hmm. but she is not going to be on the council next year. Right. Um, because she's running for mayor. So um, she's going to be, she's going to either be mayor or she's not going to be on town council at all. So what do you think um, having, you know, women on the council means? Uh, for me, it's just a different perspective. I think it's really hard for a group of people who all look and think the same, not necessarily even think the same, because obviously there's different views on the council, but for a group of people that all look the same, it's very hard to fully understand what the issues are in the community. Mm -hmm. and what people face. And I'm not saying that I myself can fully understand issues that are faced by other people, but I think I bring a different perspective. I'm a working mom. I have a career. I work full time. I have a child in school. Um, And, you know, as moms will tell you, especially working moms, that's two jobs. Being a mom Mm -hmm. is a full-time job in and of itself. And I have another job. Um, And so I think I bring that perspective of what women need, what we're looking for, what we're you know, what we're looking for in terms of career, what we're looking for in terms of space for our children, for family. Um, And I think we have, you know, a different understanding of some things. Um, I'm trying to kind of wrap my brain around. I know it's, it's complicated and you don't want to, you know, 
you don't want to denigrate a man because they have their value um, on town council right. and, and you know, in representative representative you know arrangements on committees and all of the things. Right. Um, so I right. get it. I mean, I it, it. it is. It's just you know, and you know, I will say there are different groups, diverse groups that obviously need more of a voice on the council than women or even white women, especially, but. Mm-hmm you know, women historically have been treated differently. We've not been given the same opportunities. We've not been given the same voice. Um, Our opinions, our ideas have not been given the same importance or relevance. And I think Mm -hmm. it's time that that changes. I really Mm -hmm. do. I think it's time that we are heard and treated as equals. And in order to do that, we've got to have a voice. Yeah. Um, People who um, know me very well, get so sick of me saying this, and I've even said this on this podcast before, but one of my favorite sayings is, and you've probably heard it, if you don't have a seat at the table, you're on the menu. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's exactly right. And it's that's <laughs> that's such a deep, a mm-hmm. deep concept. And it's true. Yeah. Oh, it is yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. if if you don't have somebody who looks like you, mm-hmm representing, you know, at least some voice in a group like a town council or Congress or Senate or wherever, um, you might not be represented the way that you should be. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. There just isn't a full understanding of issues if you don't have a voice from every group. So yeah. Yeah. That's what I hope to bring. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your platform. I don't want to spend a ton of time on it. And I know that sounds weird because you're a candidate on a podcast, <laughs> but people can look on your website or look on your, your Facebook page and find out um, a lot of the things that they need to know. But it sounds like you have three pillars that you're focusing your campaign on. Can you tell us a little bit about them? Absolutely. So my focus, I really want it to be a focus on community access and sustainability. Um, And like I said before, you know, I've seen the changes in Holly Springs. And so in terms of community, I want transparency in government. I want a lot more outreach. Um, I would love to see more outreach even from, you know, town employment positions, outreach to different organizations, different groups, different diversities, different, you know, LGBTQ. Like I'd like to have employees of the town kind of look like the broader community. Um, I'd love to see more. Uh, community panels and advisory committees. I know there's talk of having one for law enforcement, but I'd like to see them for other things too. Environmental groups, um, again, diversity panels, maybe to kind of determine what we need to do in terms of making sure you know that our our town is reaching out to, to communities and making sure everyone feels included. So community is a big one. Um, sustainability is huge. Environmental, like I said. Um, well, especially since we have the landfill in our backyard, that oh, we do. that we do reminds us to be <laughs> to be mindful of sustainability yes. all the time. Yes. Well, and I've you know I've read I, I am no environmental expert, but I've read a lot of information that seems to indicate that clear cutting trees is a big reason why we have such a strong odor. Mm-hmm. And so, development and growth is important. We want jobs, we want business, we want houses, we want people to live here, but it's got to be done in a sustainable way. We need to keep the habitats for the animals here. We need to keep trees so that there's a buffer to that odor. Um, we just, we need green space for people to thrive and enjoy. And, you know, I mean, there's, there's all sorts of things like stormwater studies that need to be done because of flooding because you clear cut the trees and there's nowhere for the water to go. Mm-hmm. So I think there are a lot of issues. 
um, in terms of that, that I really want to look at just how can we better ensure that in terms of growth and development, we're making sure that we are saving the environment for future generations as well, that we're not just bulldozing everything in our way in the name of growth and business. I just, I don't think that's, I just don't think that's a healthy way for a town to grow. Um, and my final uh, pillar is access. I want to make sure that the community has access to what it needs. So, um, and this sort of goes with the growth and development, but we've got, you know, these big companies coming here, which is awesome. Um, Fujifilm, Amgen, you know, these are great opportunities for people. Um, but then you look at the housing market and the price of housing here, and even the price of apartments is above the standard average. It's expensive to live in Holly Springs. And it's not I don't like think the- I don't think I could afford to buy the house no. that I'm in right now if I had to buy it now. Oh God, no! So yeah, no, not at all. I mean, the cost of our what? I mean, we've had people trying to buy our house for the past year, and it's like, where would I go? I can't afford anything else. I've got exactly. to stay in this one. Um, and so that that indicates to me that there isn't a lot of access in this community. I mean, we want people to work at these businesses. We can't assume that everyone working at these businesses can afford housing here. And I know that the town council has discussed previously, you know, an affordable housing study, and it got quashed. Like it's, it just never happened. So we need to do that. We need to make sure that we're a town that's inclusive and that we have housing and we have opportunity for people um, of all socioeconomic status um, and make sure that, you know, everything that we're doing is inclusive, making sure everything here is available to people. Another big one that we've learned about and seen over the past year with COVID is internet access, which is huge. I mean, children were being had to go home to do online school. Some kids don't have access to internet or fast high speed internet and can't do their work. Yeah. They'd have to go hang out in downtown Holly Springs and get the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Right. And that's not that fast. That's not good. No, (laughs) exactly. Not not for that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason in this day and age that we can't have infrastructure that includes wireless internet for everyone and the ability to get internet at your house, regardless of where you live. Um, so, so access, you know, so that's my other one, just making sure that people have access to the things that they need so that everyone here can live and thrive. Um, and we don't leave anybody behind. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about you. So you said that you went to law school at Campbell. Uh, do you practice law now? I do. Yes. What kind of law do you practice? Uh, so currently I work um, in private industry. This is relatively mm-hmm. new past couple years, but I work for a contract research organization mm-hmm. um, in the pharmaceutical industry. Okay. So boring, kind of boring stuff. <laughs> Negotiate yeah. contracts. <laughs> Carrie, somebody has to do it. That's true. Somebody's got to do true. it. If if everybody was, you know, a, a circus clown, <laughs> the world would be funny, but nobody would know what was in their contract. So we need contract people. We need everybody. Everybody has some gift to bring. Right. Well, thank you. (laughs) And I'm sure some people consider attorneys to be circus clowns. So that's (laughs) well, okay. Well, (laughs) there's bad seeds in every, in every career. I promise. That's true. Um, true. One of the things I always ask, uh, particularly to candidates who have never served in office before, is how are you going to avoid becoming what you are running against now? 
And what I mean by that is a lot of times we, you know, we see what people are doing in our, you know, in our opinion, what they're doing wrong. And you run for office to fix what they messed up or do what they didn't do or don't do what they did do. Mm -hmm. And so many times people end up becoming what they used to hate. Mm -hmm. How are you going to avoid that? That's such a good question and a deep question. It is um, a deep one. <laughs> and I kind of sprung it on you. So what kind of law do you practice? Now, here's a really deep question. Now, here's the big one. Um, you know, I think in terms of when I made the decision to run, I d- clearly didn't take it lightly. But up to this point, I had no aspirations for politics. You know, I've been involved in politics. I've voted since I turned 18. i follow politics, but never in my life did I think I would be at this point. Um, And so I, but I felt it was important now to do this. That being said, and I don't know if this is a bad thing or a good thing, I don't have necessarily aspirations beyond this. The town is very important to me Mm -hmm. and I'm doing this specifically to serve the community that I live in. So this isn't a stepping stone for me to do anything bigger I like my little job. I like my little family. I like my little house in Holly Springs. Um, and so, so you I don't have, that, so you don't have visions of becoming a career politician. No, is that what you're no, saying? No, I don't. I don't want to be president someday. I just, yeah, I, I, I want to make some good changes. And I think at the point, if I'm in it and it looks like good changes aren't happening, then you know maybe that's it for me. But that's 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 really just it is to make some good change and okay. work hard for the people. So. so another one of my deep questions is, <laughs> and and maybe this will be the last deep question. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> so um, I, I always feel like I don't explain this question quite right, um, but I hope I'm gonna I'm gonna give it another go. When you um, let's let's assume that you win and you are town council member Carrie Randa. When it comes to vote on something that's kind of a hot button issue and you're kind of darned if you do, darned if you don't, Mm -hmm. do you think it's your job as a town council member to vote in your constituency's best interest, even if it's not what they think they want? In other words, Mm -hmm. are you going to be a, I'm going to do what's good for you, whether you know it or not, or are you going to go with the will of the people? Because sometimes that's going to be two different things, you know? And that's a really tough question. And I think it's very fact specific. Well, Um, you know, there was some um, discussion not that long ago. With this pandemic, my time-space continuum (laughs) – <laughs> you know, visualization is completely off. Right. It doesn't seem like that long ago, but who knows? It could have been two years for all I know. But there was a lot of discussion about affordable housing mm-hmm. over um, kind of near the the ball field, kind of near Ching Stadium. And there was a lot of discussion about, well, should we have affordable housing um, and if so, is right there in the, you know, wind pattern of landfill mm-hmm. odor, is that where we want 
the, is that where we think that those people deserve to live? Right. Um, so that was a really tough decision. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I wrote to town council myself. I emailed everybody and said, um, you know, expressed my opinion as a voter. And, um, you know, you always get a response back, you know, talking about how they feel about it. And you kind of wonder if everybody, you know, if everybody wrote saying, no, I don't think that we should put this affordable housing there, would the person, would the town council representative do what the constituency says they want? Or would they say, well, I know better, you elected me, so this is what I'm going to do? What do you think? I mean, yeah, how, no, how are I you going to do that? <laughs> well, see, that's so that's interesting because I do think, again, transparency in government, I think it's really important to hear from your constituents. Mm-hmm. Um, an important part of what you just said was that, you know, if you heard from everyone mm-hmm. that, no, it shouldn't go here. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of determinative. If it really truly is like you took a poll of the town yeah. and 100% of the people said, no, it should not go here. Then, yeah. yeah, you were elected by these people. The town does not approve of this. I think the answer is no. Yeah. Um, but I guess with the emails, it's it's just people who are extra fired up one way right. or another and you don't I mean, know how representative they are. Well, how do you find out? How how are you going to live this transparency? Um, you know, and it is, it's talking to the public, mm-hmm. taking polls. I think, you know, uh, it was so interesting in the, I know the new park that's being built over off of Cass Holt, they've got a poll up right now mm-hmm. about what you want to see where, you know, what purpose do you want this park to serve? That's really important. And I think we should be doing that for a lot of things. Um, I do think there are times though, where, you know, the people you're hearing from just happen to be the loudest. They're Mm -hmm. not necessarily all. And I do also think there's times and this, you know, is another hot button topic, but like mask mandates, Mm -hmm. there are times where, you have to make a decision that's in the best interest of people and public health and protecting people, regardless of what you're hearing from the constituents. Um, mm-hmm. And so full disclosure on that, I would have been all for a mask mandate because the science supports it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a study that was just released September 1st that supports the use of masks to, to reduce transmission. Um, slightly off topic, but so I think it's, I mean, I guess that's why I say that it's, you know, it sort of depends and it's sort of, it's, it, it's kind of, it kind of varies because again, you know, yeah, if you have a poll of a hundred percent of people don't want X, Y, Z to happen, mm-hmm. that's really important because yeah. you are elected by those folks in the town. But part of why you're elected is because they sh- trust you to make decisions. And so well, sometimes also, you will have to make hard decisions that might right. not. And sometimes you're going to know things that the general public right. doesn't know because right. there's confidentiality agreements or, right. you know, non-disclosure stuff, you know, you can tell I'm a lawyer in my free time. <laughs> Non-disclosure stuff. stuff, um, stuff. Right. <laughs> that's a very technical term, right. by the way. It lawyer. Is I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna mansplain <laughs> something to you, but <laughs> oh no. Um but you know sometimes there's gonna be stuff that your constituency isn't allowed to know that would right. change their minds if they did know. So right. yeah, right. I I appreciate that problem and that's why you will never see me running for anything because <laughs> Because I'm, I'm bad about, um, you know, trying to keep everybody happy. Right. Well, you can't. I mean, yeah. clearly you can't. That's why we have elections. And that's why, you know, I, I am well aware that not a single one of these candidates, me included, is going to get 100% of any type yeah. of vote. So you can't make everybody happy. But, you know, in a small town like this, 
you do want to try to do what's best for the people Mm -hmm. and you do want to hear from the people. And that's the great thing about this town is that there is that opportunity for people to voice their opinion and for you to hear it. It just, you need, need to give them the ability to do that. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, to answer that question, that's a tough question. Cause it really is yeah. going to depend. It's, really it's a, it's depend. a thinker. It's a lot. It's, <laughs> it's, it's very depend situationally dependent. It is. It is. So what are you going to do? How are you going to celebrate if you win? Oh my gosh. How am I going to celebrate if I win? I'm going to hopefully get a good night's sleep. <laughs> I'm probably going to go to bed. <laughs> Are you already not sleeping? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. No, I'm not a big, I'm not a big sleeper. I do a lot of my best thinking and problem solving at like four in the morning when I'd rather not be thinking and problem solving. Um, So. I bet that was helpful during law school. Oh yeah. It was great. Super. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's where it came from. Right. Yes. So, oh, I don't know how I would I think you're going to be too excited to sleep. I might be. I might be. I guess it's going to depend on when, you know, results come in. If this is yeah. like some kind of hotly contested thing that runs until like two or three in the morning, I can guarantee you I'm going to be asleep. But <laughs> <laughs> So, but what would you do to celebrate? Oh, man. I don't know. I want to celebrate with my family. I think yeah. that's the big thing, you know, just relax with my family, have a good meal. Just, I mean, they've been so supportive of me having to go and do things and not being at the house a lot and having yeah. to, you know be on calls well, what, and do other things to prepare. So, What kind of conversations have you had with them? I don't know how old your child is, um, but I assume your husband is an adult. So, Yes, my husband is <laughs> so, an, I mean, an adult. <laughs> how, hard is it, how hard is it for him to um, know that you might get, you know, verbally attacked here and there? Is he ready for that? Yeah, I think he's ready for that. He, yeah. So in a previous life, before I became an attorney um, in pharma doing contracts, I was a prosecutor, a federal prosecutor. Um, there, I don't, it, never say never, but I've had some pretty scary encounters with judges <laughs> and defendants and other attorneys and some knockdown drag outs. And so there isn't that much that people can say that really gets under my skin. And I think my husband kind of just lets me hold my own. He's, Mm -hmm. he's, he's very hands-off when it comes to that. I think if I needed him, he'd be there. He'd jump in if necessary, but I have never had a problem. And he knows you can take, I was going to say, he knows you can take care of yourself. He's like, you don't need me. Yeah. 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 The assertiveness is not my, is not, not my problem. So yeah, yeah, I think he, he's good standing back, letting me deal with it and take the blows and give them back and do what needs to be done. <laughs> okay. What are you going to do if you lose? What's your, um, what's your, uh, your self-soothing? What do you do when you're like super, just totally bummed out? Oh, I read a book. I read a book or I watch TV and just like relax and take my mind off things. I like to watch, this is embarrassing, but I like to watch things like The Real Housewives that are just kind of like mindless, you know, like getting into someone else's fabulous life and just like. Is it fabulous though? There. Is it fabulous Some of them though? Seem kind of fabulous. The houses. I was watching Beverly Hills last night, and those houses. Oh my goodness. Oh, love it. But Little. you never know when somebody's going to flip a table on you. I don't know how fabulous that is. Oh, that's is. true. No, that, that part is not fabulous. That part's not fabulous. But I could get lost in one of those houses. So that, yeah. Yeah. So just the mindless, Yeah. you know, yeah, take your mind off stuff. I'm, I'm a big uh, TV watcher myself. Mm-hmm. I'm, um, 
I get sucked into like it's it's kind of niche, but I get sucked into British Gosh, um, police yes. procedurals. Yes, like Broadchurch. Have you? Yep. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yep. my God. Yes. Love yeah. them. Yes. Yeah. I think my poor husband is really scared that he should probably sleep with one eye open or something like that. But That's I'm just so funny. I, you know, I watch the crime shows. I listen yes. to the crime podcasts. You know, Dateline, Keith yes. Morrison, you know, all of that stuff. And he's kind of like, Karen, is there something I should know? Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, we should hang out. Don't get My husband was joking honey. about that last night because a lot of times I like to fall asleep with the TV on. I just mm-hmm. need the noise. So I have yeah. a fan and, and the TV. Um, and a lot of times I will turn on like, there's there's one channel, I can't remember what it is, but it has Dateline 24-7. And I'll just turn mm-hmm. that on. And he's like, oh, cool. We're falling asleep to murder again tonight, are we? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> yep. That's what we're doing. Well, so. he, David has a, a way of walking in when I'm watching something. And I swear to God, nothing is happening. It's the most boring talky, talky, talky section of the show. Mm-hmm. My husband walks downstairs or he walks into the room. Somebody's getting stabbed in the neck with scissors yeah. or an ice pick <laughs> or a fountain pen. It's like, you know, if I hear him coming down the stairs, I'm like, uh-oh, something's getting ready to happen on this show. Right. Oh, it's some funny. kind of weird vibrational thing in the house. I think he senses when something bad is getting ready to happen yes, on my the show. the door is coming. And, I should appear. Yeah, so he thinks. <laughs> he thinks. I'm just sitting there watching that stuff all the time. We've right. kind of gotten off on a tangent, I know, but, I, no, but when okay, I interviewed when I interviewed shows. um Aaron Wolf years ago, we talked forever about Wegmans. Oh, I love Wegmans. Is, are they still coming? They're not on the list for 2022, so I have no idea. What the well, heck? Well, on the Wegmans list. I think they're yeah. still approved to come, but they didn't announce that they were coming. I don't they know. They need to hurry up. Correct. <laughs> or Trader Joe's. Yeah, one or the other. Okay, I'm kind of upset about this Trader Joe's situation. The the one, the, a new one in Cary opened up today or tomorrow or, or, or Carrie. whatever. Close, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> but they won't open one in Fuquay. That little spot where the Harris Teeter used to be in Fuquay is perfect. Yeah. But it's too close to the one in Cary, I've heard. How for, is that too close? It's not too close, but it's too close for Trader Joe's. Sensibilities. Uh, they don't like okay, to have them to within a certain parking radius. lot. Then, because there's no parking at the one. <laughs> well, that's fix true. That parking lot. That's true. <laughs> so I feel like we have a good um, idea of your personality. But tell me something that you think would surprise us about you. Oh my gosh! Something. I already know you fall asleep to murder shows. I do. Yeah, I fall asleep to murder. I love reality TV. Um. Hey, did you know that Sound? I think it's SoundCloud. Maybe you can get a voicemail, um, leave a message at the tone, uh, voiced by Keith Morrison from Dateline, if you want. I love Keith Morrison. They, they have all of the people from Dateline that do them. Oh my god, what a and they're treasure. hilarious! They're hilarious. So oh you'll have you'll okay. have to find those. We're you'll have to seek those out. SoundCloud, you said. I think it's SoundCloud. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I need to do that. Um. God, I don't want people to be surprised. I feel very boring right now because I can't think I of anything. I'm an well, avid nothing, reader. I read a ton of books. Nothing is going to surprise you about yourself because you know all of the things. Right. So that's true. And I feel maybe, like maybe I you would have made to come in here and tell me something surprising. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you have a leopard um, watch band. 
That's kind of kooky. I do. I do. And you're <laughs> sitting there in your James Madison University sweatshirt. So I yes. appreciate I appreciate um, comfort. That's for sure. I have quite a few uh, onesie pajamas. Okay, and that's see this footy, is with what the I, footies. This yeah. is the hard hitting stuff I'm after. This so I appreciate important. that. Yeah, this is important. This should probably get me elected. Yeah, footy pajamas are huge. The zip ups, like the yep. ones babies wear. Yes. Do you have um, matching ones with your husband and child? No, not yet, but that's a good idea. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. One of, <laughs> my favorite one is leopard. And so I know my husband would absolutely not agree to a leopard footy pajama, but it's very, yeah. it's very soft and yeah. yeah. So that's nice. Um, oh my gosh. What else? I'm trying to think of weird things that I do. I think I'm we. I mean, I'm very weird. I think I'm a strange person. I just can't think of great examples <laughs> of what I do. That's weird. Huh? What would your best friend say uh, is your best quality? Oh, I think she would say that I'm loyal. What would she like say weird. is your is your worst habit? Oh, my worst habit. Um, I can get pretty fired up, and it can take mm-hmm. a bit to calm me down. <laughs> I was going to say, is it indecision? Because it took you a long time. That's to true. That it question. did. Yes, that is one of them. Oh my god, my husband would absolutely say that. I have to look at. Here's a weird thing about me. I have to look up menus at restaurants before I can go out because I've got. I need to know what I'm going to order before I get there. Otherwise, I, I don't panic. like that pressure. I don't like that pressure either. Yeah, no, no. You don't want to be the only person who's not ready. Correct. Or not be able, yeah. So no, so in, yeah, indecision. I, yeah. See, that I was a like- joke, but here, you know, I hit on something. <laughs> but you know, this menu thing, this is hard hitting, and I think a lot of people are very much into that too. Yeah, I get it. The menu anxiety it. is real. It is yeah. real. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, it's indecision. I'm, gonna, yeah, it's I'm not indecision. your best friend. I've never talked to you before today, but I'm going to say we figure that indecision. Out. Yeah. Well, I feel like I make decisions all day. Yeah, you're, you've work. hit decision fatigue, and in yeah. all, in full disclosure, it's seven forty one at night, so I get decision fatigue too. And, yeah. and I kind of, I, I can't think of like good specific words anymore, like late in the day like this. Yeah. So I'm surprised I'm able to string together a coherent so sentence. Funny. Yeah. The yeah. brain does become a little mushy. Yeah. A little yeah. Mushy. <laughs> so is there anything else you want voters to know before we wrap this up today? Oh, goodness. Um, there's a I lot, just, I'm sure. <laughs> there is. There's a lot. I mean, really, I just want them to know that, you know, I'm, I'm researching, I'm learning, um, I really am a genuine person. I'm not in this for any type of like fame, if if that's such a thing in local elections or any no, type of. I would know. say it's more notoriety than yeah. Fame. No, no notoriety, no nefarious purpose. Um, I really just am in this for the purpose of making things better and making sure that you know we keep the town a really awesome, livable, inclusive, diverse place. That's Mm -hmm. it. Like that's just really the goal and there's nothing else to it. I'm not hiding anything. Um, I am what I am and you get what you get. So (laughs) I guess people will learn that if they talk to me, I just, (laughs) I am what I am. I just, you know, I'm old enough now that you're not going to change me. So, okay. Well, that's not a bad thing. 
I hope not. Yeah. Well, it has been such a pleasure to get to know you tonight, um, and I I hope that um, whatever the outcome of the election is, I hope you have a good time during this election. And um, you know, I mean, I talked to one candidate last time who talked about winning by losing. Mm-hmm. So even if you lose, you at least got the conversation out there about. You know about the sustainability and all of that stuff. Good night, mom. Right. Oh, oh, oh good night, buddy. baby. Oh, there he is. <laughs> you got to go say good night to that guy. He was a cutie. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that he knew not to come in here, but that's okay. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you just need a, a pat from your mom. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, man, but been, no, I appreciate everything you said, and absolutely, and I, you know. Whoever wins, I hope it's the best thing for this town. So yeah. I appreciate you taking time to talk to me. All right. Right back at you. Yeah. Um, good so luck. Much. And maybe I'll see you knocking on doors one of these days. Yeah, quite, quite possibly. Sometime yeah. soon. <laughs> well, running running for election during COVID is a whole, you know. Yeah. I don't want to say the S word, but you know what show. Yeah. You never yeah. know what's There's a lot happen. to think about. So yeah. we're trying to be as careful as possible and keep everybody safe. But yeah, yeah hopefully knock I'll get on a door and folks. then knock on a door and then run 10 run. feet away so <laughs> exactly. you can like wave. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Drop the stuff and run. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> well, good luck. I wish you Thank luck. You. Um, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Links to this candidate's website and social media accounts are listed in the show notes. This episode was recorded and produced by me, Karen Shore, with music by Doug Maxwell and Meteorite Productions. Be well, friends. Until next time.